What you're about to hear is considered controversial and for entertainment purposes only. Hello? Dude, I got a story for you. Welcome to Welcome. another episode. Hello, dudes. <laughs> yes, this is Dude, I Have a Story for You. However, dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. This is a new special segment that is called Nightmares and Nightcaps. Yes. Nightcaps take- and Nightmares. I think nightmares and nightcaps is what we went with. Nightmares and nightcaps. See, it's still a work in progress, but like we said in our last episode, Taylor and I are really like attracted to creepy things, as weird as that might sound. We are creepy little bitches ourselves, and uh, we like to be scared. We love horror movies. We love horror television. I mean... Both you and I, when we decorate for Halloween, it's not like cutesy Halloween. It's, oh, I'm going to make it fucking creepy in here as possible. Oh, yeah. I got to show you what I did to my front yard again. I saw when I was there for your wedding, I saw the body bag was out again. And you know you that shit's my that favorite. Part. You didn't see the dog kennel that I set up. Oh, I can't wait. Explain it to me. <laughs> Okay, so I took Kelly the skelly and put them in the dog kennel outside. Like, I put pants on them, and I put a flannel top thing on them, and I put a hat on them. That's I put them in a friend's trucking hat, so that gave me victim identification. <sighs> so then I kind of set them up in the way that they have their legs tucked up and their ears crossed and their arms are in their lap. And they just look like they died in the kennel. And then I got my cat Alcatraz on top of the kennel. Like kind of pestering the victim inside it. And then I got Bowser, my little bulldog, skeleton bulldog. He's trying to get into the kennel. Like he's at the gate, like trying to claw into it. And you can tell the kennel's fucked up because my dog Boomer actually did fuck up the kennel. Oh, dude, you'll have to send so me So it's pictures. funny because you got this little, yeah, you got this little Bowser dog just trying to, yeah, get into the kennel. For you fans who are visual learners, we will post this picture on our Instagram for y'all to see and enjoy. And maybe oh, yeah. take notes for your Halloween decorations next year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we were going to do a graveyard, but the got like foam headstones and they just ain't working yeah do they keep falling over they do well and it doesn't help that you get a lot of um freaking people trespassing on your property which is amazing and fucking shitty but it's just kind of a warning for them like you want to trespass again this is what this is your outcome No trespassing. We're tired of hiding the bodies. 
Oh man, I love it. <laughs> and it's on the kennel where the where Kelly the Skelly's in. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and for for you listeners as well, Alcatraz and Bowser are both skeleton Halloween decorations. She doesn't have her live cat sitting out there all night long. Like you're gonna <laughs> just sit there and you're gonna like it because you look good. <laughs> Eli totally would too. He'd be like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> yeah. And then every time anyone would go up to try to grab him, he'd scream bloody fucking murder like at your <laughs> bachelorette party. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Tortai. Oh, at least she is on the the up and up of it all, and she's healing very well. <laughs> the up and up and a hubba hubba, and the hubba hubba for sure. <laughs> well, like we said, we just wanted to do a nice spinoff series for you guys. This will be more than just um, a Halloween special. We want to do, you know, in the in the natural dude. I have a story for you esque life. We just like to talk and tell stories. But on the other side, we love scary stories. So we want to do a spinoff series where um, maybe once or twice a month, you'll be getting a bonus story from us. And this is this is it. We made it. Nightmares and Nightcaps. So with our Nightcaps, oh, yeah. uh, Taylor, what are you drinking? Tonight, in honor of our special guests that we will be talking about Michael Myers oh. we will be drinking Maker's Mark M-N-M alright this is going to taste terrible <laughs> yes it will <laughs> oh. okay this is going to be on the rocks okay <laughs> okay alright here we go ew oh <laughs> Ah, I can just melt it. Okay. 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 All right, you're with me. Ready? Cheers. Yep. Michael Myers. Cheers to Michael. All right. I do not like Maker's Mark, so I am not partaking in that. (laughs) That's my nightcap for tonight. (laughs) I think I'm I'm ready for my nightmare. Wow. (laughs) And the nightmare will be hopefully not getting sick off of this bourbon. Nightmare is going to be my (laughs) asshole tomorrow. <laughs> I am not partaking in any alcohol at all right now because I am, <clears throat> as you listeners can tell, this isn't just my sultry voice. I am getting over being sick. And no, it's not the fucking COVID. <laughs> Bleep out her name. <laughs> but at least I sound kind of sexy. Hey. Hey, bit. <laughs> hey, kid. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Well, should we get into? Should was that that a maker's burp? (laughs) That was nasty. (laughs) Well, should we get into it? Because obviously, let's get to the these juicy thighs of this story. Because I'm sure most of you have seen the Halloween movies, 
But that's not what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the story of the real life Mike Myers. And I'm going to cite my source like I did in the last ep. Uh, I got all my I did not. And I apologize about that. That's all right. I will be correcting myself. (laughs) Um, I used I will correct myself by the end of this episode. (laughs) I used uh, mysticinvestigations.com. I did look at a couple other websites, but this is where I got most of my info from. So that's the only reason why I'm going to cite this source. Uh, so let's let's uh, get right into it, shall we? All right. So let's go into the Wayback Machine 108 years ago to 1912 in the nasty state of Iowa where sweet little Stanley Audrey Steers, Steers, S-T-I-E-R-S. Wait, it seriously takes place in Iowa? In Iowa, yes. And in the Halloween movies, you know, it takes place in Illinois. But this was in Iowa, repping out the What's home the year. Street. 1912, bitch. Were you not listening? <laughs> Dude, that was the year the Titanic sank. The Titanic sank and Michael Myers was born. Real life name, Stanley Scott. Wait, what day, what day was she born? I do not have that information. So it's already messed up because this poor kid grew up in a household Um, of drunkard parents and was constantly abused by them and what made it even worse or better I don't know how to word it here this poor kid got abused because his parents found out that he was not their biological son oh what the what yeah so in the hospital that he was born, there was a nurse there that was known for fucking swapping babies. And once she finally got caught, she was arrested. But she swapped. Yes, she swapped out the Steers' real baby for little Stanley. This little this little baby swapped them. So they took home the wrong baby. But by the time that they had already found out, they contacted the hospital of course and the nurse had gotten arrested well the hospital told them that the family who'd gotten their biological son died on their way home from the hospital with their newborn baby so there was like no chance in like contacting this family and i don't know if you could just do like the good old like stanley swap and get your kid back but i don't I don't know how you could have handled it at that point. Or even just tried to, like, meet the family. I don't know how you can just be like, this one isn't really my kid. Here, here's your kid. I'm going to take mine back. Peace. Mm, Yeah, okay. So, already off to a very awful start. This poor kid, abused Uh by his family. Yes. And he's not supposed to be in this family anyway. So, it just, it sucks for him. Well, um, his parents then had another child. Her name was Susie, and she was treated like a freaking Spookin Susan. Susan. Spook of Susan. Happy Spookin' Susan. This is your season, beach. Happy Spookin' Susan season. Uh, she was treated like a princess, of course, and, like, idolized by their parents. And then as she grew up, she saw how her, the parents were treating Stanley, so she started to abuse him, too, like, at home. 
And then at school, he was bullied a bunch and Susie didn't make it any better. And she would join in on with the bullies and bully her own brother. That's just just wrong. Like growing up in the wrong household and then your own family member doesn't even have your back. So you just feel completely alone at home and at school. This poor kid. So now we're on Halloween Eve, 1923. Stanley is 11 and he's never been allowed to trick or treat ever in his whole entire life. But Susie gets to go out and go and trick or treat, of course, because she's sweet little Susan. Sweet little spooky Susan gets to do whatever she wants. Sounds like Angelica. She's a little bitch, from what it sounds like. It needs to be fucking backhanded. (laughs) Unfortunately, just a couple hours after Susie gets home from a Halloween party, Stanley kills his whole entire family. He starts off he starts off killing Susan. And then goes in and kills his parents while they're in their bed. And we're hunting. <laughs> use- get No, listen, wait. <laughs> we're hunting Susans. It's spooky Susan season. I'm hunting Susans. And in true, <laughs> in true Michael Myers fashion, he did kill his family with a butcher knife. Oh, and I forgot. He even killed the family dog, which on this website. <laughs> okay. That I do not stand. Okay, but listen to this. So on the website, they had written that the dog, and I didn't write his name down because it was fucking stupid and I did not want those words coming out of my mouth. The dog was like the terror (laughs) of the neighborhood and like no kids, no other person on this block even liked this dog because he was just a shitty dog. And so they had put like, Okay, so it was probably a little ankle biter kind of Probably, and they had written, like, so Stanley kind of did the whole neighborhood uh, some justice there. And it's like, yeah, but he's still killing animals. Like, at the same time, he had already killed three people. So <laughs> can't, you know, there's no going back now. And they always say that if serial killers start off, like, killing animals, that really gives an outlook onto who they're going to be growing up. Well, he... He started off killing people and then killed exactly. animals. He was fucked up. But, you know, in a way he is doing himself justice. Like, he's just being abused by these people constantly. I'm not giving him any right to kill people like this. But at the same time, like, there's only so much that you can be pushed and pushed and pushed until you finally fucking snap. So, Stanley right. Steers has snapped, everyone. So, now we're on to Halloween the next day. And he goes out trick-or-treating because now he has no one stopping him. As he's trick-or-treating, he goes around. And when he runs into, like, his bullies from the school, he fucking kills as many bullies as he can can on his way through trick-or-treating and getting candy. Still has the butcher knife. That's obviously... The mass It's a mass stabbing. It's a Stanley Steer stabbing. (laughs) Mass stabbing. It's a triple S. And what sucks even more out of all this, he even went into the house of one of his bullies and killed the bully and his whole entire family. So that's including adults. Like, this is an 11-year-old child who at this point has already killed four adults. Like, how are you not able to restrain this thing? But we'll get to it. So he's... Like a raging boner. (laughs) He is a raging stiffy because it's an S. (laughs) <laughs> Stanley Steer Stiffy. 
<laughs> Stanley Steer stabbing <laughs> So he's found at dawn sitting on a swing set, just mowing down on candy, just happy as can be, eating away at candy, has killed many people at this point, and he's captured and taken to a mental institute. But it even says here right away that because they have no idea what Stanley Steers even really is or what his motive was for every... Well, okay, we know what his motive was. But, like, what he was, that there's conspiracies that the government covered up everything about him because of um, not knowing what he truly is. And like I said, we'll get to that part. Because I know it sounds weird that I'm saying that, but I'm just kind of leading up to that. So he studied for 13 years at this mental institute and is just used as like a paranormal lab rat because they're trying out everything. They even Mm. tested that maybe it was demonic possession that had taken him over and why he had succumbed and, you know, he succumbed to the demonic possession, made him go insane and kill all these people. But they ruled that out right away. They just couldn't figure out what was wrong with this kid. So now we're on Halloween night, 1936. Stanley loses his shit again. And he, he's in the mental Institute, but he loses his shit and snaps the necks of, I have (laughs) what I wrote down in my notes snap the necks of pieces of shit orderlies and they were so what was going on is these orderlies would complain all the time that every time that they would try to get a reaction out of him he wouldn't react at all and he would just sit there like stone cold and say nothing and they just complained about having to work on halloween and all this other bullshit so he snaps their necks and he legit just walks out the front of the building but they had obviously they had oh, been okay. alerted that he had gotten out. So there's federal. How old is he? It's 1936. Um, I think what I saw in my notes is he's 26 at this point. Okay, I was gonna say like, how old is he? Yeah. Okay, and here's the other thing too. So what they were so weirded out about is at an as an 11 year old, he's able to take over four adults. And plus all these other children. Uh-huh. And I'm sure there were bullies bigger than him and all this. But then, you know, at this age, he's 6'4 and 250 pounds. So <laughs> no questioning Ooh. how he's able to take over people when he is. Big he's boy. a big boy. He's a freaking giant. And uh, so he walks out the front of the mental institute. And there's federal agents just lined up in front of the institute so here's where things start to get a little i'm just gonna say paranormal that's the best way to put it for now allegedly he was able to pick up a car and throw it out the agents killing them all and it's like even at 250 pounds like are you really able to pick up a freaking car no not unless you have that surge of adrenaline but like i said and this is where we're getting to all of that weird conspiracy as to what was Stanley. You know, there's no way that he was a human because mm-hmm. humans can't just pick up cars and fucking throw them whenever they please. No. Like, oh man. Listen. Breaking listen, if you're six foot four, 250 pounds, and you can pick up cars, prove me wrong. 
What the fuck was that noise? Taylor. What was what? that noise? It sounded like, eh? Was that you? <laughs> no. Dude, do not make this another voicemail thing. I think you're lying. Was it, a, was it an animal? Because it was... Are you farting? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> it legit. It was just like, like, <laughs> like Tim Allen. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen. <laughs> okay, just listen. Just wait. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> listen. <laughs> it's it's um the finest quality farts in a jar. You almost made me spit out my water. Without... <laughs> <laughs> so it's not your ass, it's not got... your ass yet. No, it's got six. Uh, it's... Aunt Carrie got me this. Oh God, of course she did. <laughs> it's got Trump's parps and whip zappers, flatulence and muses, and delights us all. Long and loud or low and slow, we've captured six of the finest farts for your listening pleasure. Just pop the lid to activate the sensor and emit a hilarious bottom burp. Oops. <laughs> well, I wish my fart sounded like that. Mine sound like thunder rolling in the distance. <laughs> so, whoever created this, if you want to sponsor us, we will gladly, you know... Pop that bottom <laughs> I mean, you're never gonna know if it's actually me or my fart jar. That is true, unless you're on the toilet and you're really ripping ass, because now I know what that sounds like while recording. <laughs> Let's get back to Stanley and his stinky ass instead of your stinky ass. Excuse me. It's my swampy ass. It's that swamp ass, baby. So, after this point, after him leaving the mental institute, he was never recaptured. And some think that he is the cause of, like, some horrendous murders that happened on Halloween nights in 2013 and 2017. But at that point, like... Wait, what? Like, at this point, it's like, He's already a hundred, a hundred and one. Like, do we really honestly think that yeah. he's the reason oh. for this? But this is where that weird paranormal thing comes in. So Stanley is believed to be a soulless superhuman. And what people think is that his mind descended so far into the depths of deranged despair that his subconscious cut his mind off from his higher dimensional soul. Which, okay. it's kind of like what trauma does. You hide, you know, yeah. yes, your subconscious cuts off everything that's going on around you, and then you either forget it, or like people who have multiple oh, personalities, yeah. they transgress, I don't know if that's the right word, into another one of their personalities. Mm. I yeah, and there is evidence that the subconscious connection to one's soul acts as a control mechanism for humans that aren't able to access the full potential of mind over matter, 
which is a longer sentence than what I just said. <laughs> I feel like a more intelligent way of saying your your subconscious cuts off trauma and leaves you so that you're not dealing with the trauma. It does. And then it comes to bite you in the butt. Yes. Yes. So some think that the government hides the information on Stanley to reduce public panic because of it being a supernatural occurrence. Kind of like aliens. Uh-huh. Where you hear other people tell Ooh. these stories, but then the government's like, oh, nope. Y'all are wrong. Y'all are wrong. This isn't true. So he's in Area 51. Well... A lot of people wonder what happens to him for 364 days out of the year and why he only seems to show up on Halloween nights. But, you know, most people say... Like most spirits. Yeah, most people say that's where it all started. That's where the mass killing started. Plus, it goes along with the trauma of never being able to do something he always wanted to do as a child and then... That's where all of his mass murder started was on a Halloween night. So he's just kind of connected to Halloween yeah, in that he sense. he loved Halloween. Who doesn't love Halloween? I mean, I wouldn't kill for Halloween, but I love Halloween. I freaking love Spookin' Susan season. I forgot to add in um, the nurse that switched Stanley with what was really the Steers' actual biological son. Once she was released from jail, Stanley fucking killed her. Uh. <laughs> so he got his vengeance because in a way, and I don't fucking blame him, being like, you're the reason why I am who I am because you made me go home to these terrible <laughs> beings. So I'm wondering, you know, if it was another Halloween night. I did not do the research on that. My bad. But honestly, that is the story of the real life Michael Myers. Stanley Steers. But I do want to add in that John Carpenter, the director of the Halloween movies, he says that the inspiration for those movies comes from him visiting a psych ward, a mental institute, sorry, from him visiting a mental institute. And he said that he saw like an 11 or 12 year old child who just had this soulless stare And just looked completely demented. Like there was no life behind his eyes. But at the time that that happened, Stanley Steers was already gone. You know, he had already escaped from the mental institute. So there's no way that that was the kid. But, you know, 1923, John Carpenter was not alive yet. So... Mm -mm. You know, there is there is all these conspiracies as to what the real inspiration is behind it. But there wasn't a lot. There's not a lot of information on Stanley Steers because, like I said, the government tries to hide the information on to what this being really was and what they were before they snapped because they think this was never a real person and the superhuman soulless superhuman paranormal being yeah and of course it happens in fucking iowa (laughs) right (laughs) Uh, okay wait what town um i am not getting any information on that 
It's funny. Ball. Oh, shit. Apparently, in this one article that comes from HiddenRemote.com, it's saying that Stanley Steers and Ed Kemper are both men who inspired the Michael Myers character. I guess that the Ed Kemper, <laughs> the Ed Kemper part comes from that he was the co-ed killer. Ugh, I cracked my eyes too. <laughs> Stop sucking them back. <laughs> you know, I was laughing. You know? <laughs> and I'm just choking on snot. You know, Ed Kemper was the co-ed killer, so he was known for killing couples mm. or, like, while they were in the act. And in the Halloween movies, that's something that Michael is also known for, is killing teenagers yeah. who are hooking up on Halloween night. But he also kills other people, too. I'm up like Jason Voorhees. I feel like they all just like to throw that into every scary movie of, oh, the gratuitous Rocky Don't section. have sex. <laughs> You hear it, you heard it first, your kids. Do not have sex. Don't have sex. Especially you not will on get Halloween killed. night. Yes. Don't do it at a cabin. Oh, Don't God. do it at a fucking lake. Well, Don't oh, do it on Halloween night. Well, oh. <laughs> well, on that note, since this is just a bonus episode, how was it? Did you oh, all yeah. like it? Nightmares and nightcaps. Nightmares and nightcaps. The first one. Thanks for being here. And we will be accepting fan art for this segment, Nightmares and Nightcaps. So if you can come up with something or better than I can. <laughs> or if you have any <laughs> stories that you would like us yes. to cover on any Nightmares or Nightcaps, follow us on Instagram, DM us. We want your spooky stories. We want any stories. Even send us your personal ghost stories. I asked for this. Plenty of episodes ago, plenty of podcast episodes ago, and I don't mind being honest. I got zero. <laughs> but, but tell us about your nightmares. Tell us about your nightmares. And tell us a good, tell us a good nightcap that would go with your nightmares. We want to be scared. Send us your scary stories and drunk. We love being drunk. Send us your stories. Send us your. Uh, your drink suggestions, your story suggestions. We want to hear it all. Send us your fan art. We want it. Please. Yeah. Bear with us because we bear and with we'll you. And we'll post it. Yes. We'll if post you... it on our Instagram. Yeah. If you send us fan art, we will definitely post it. What's the Instagram handle? The Instagram handle is dude, I have a story for the number for you. And that's it. Awesome. Very we easy. Because if you didn't know, the name of our podcast is Dude, I Have a Story for You. Contrary to what the beginning says sometimes, where it says, Dude, I got a story for you, because <laughs> that is me messing up. <laughs> we roll with it because no one even fucking catches it. <laughs> this is how we roll. That's just how we roll. We just roll with it. We roll with it. We just fucking deal and we call it good, bitch. Oh my god, I wish you were here for Spookin' Susan. I know, me too. On that note, happy Halloween, dudes. Happy Halloween, dudes. And we will see you next time. Check you later. Boo. Oh. Check you later, <laughs> boobs. I mean, dudes. <laughs> boobs. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got boobies on my mind. <laughs> Oh, so stupid. Bye, dudes. (laughs) Bye.